A support worker after class on Wednesdays who loves to cook and is into salsa dancing. Mabel is the website that's revolutionising disability support. It lets you find and choose people offering the support that you want. And because we're online, it's easy and affordable. Find your people at mabel.com.au. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Group Chat, your weekly podcast for everything disability. Today I have with me is Ibi D, Jonathan Shah, and Andrew Fender. And myself, David D. Hello, thank how you for having us, David. Andrew, how are you going today? Good, thank you very much, Ibby. Very well indeed. I've had a lovely day. What are we going to talk about also. today? Today, David, is a very, I guess, uh, not so special, but it's an awesome episode today. We're going to be talking about parenting. For people with disability. Are we talking about parents with disability or parents that have disabled children? Well, I believe that we are talking about parents that have uh, children, uh, parents that are disabled and they have children. So, David, tell us about yes. your experience. I believe you have uh, children of your own. Yes, I have children of my own. I've got two, one boy, one, boy, one girl. Also, and how old are they, if you don't mind uh, discussing, David? Well, well, the boy's a teenager and the, the girl's a bit younger. She's awesome, awesome. below 10. Oh, yeah, David. So, in your experience, David, at what age uh, were they you know, aware that you had a disability? Well, as they grew up, they realised I couldn't see, but I don't know exact mm-hmm. age. But everyone's different. But they learn that because you don't want to walk onto them, that they, because I'm blind, I don't want to knock them over or whatever. But they they start to learn. Then at no specific age, but I'm not 100% sure when, but every child is different. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, David. You know, uh, you know, having children that are growing up in your household. Yes. Did you find that they were, you know, overprotective of you? They, they are overprotective. They, they do um, stand up for you, and they make sure okay. others don't. They're overprotective of me and for other kids too. So they make sure that I don't walk into other kids. Oh, wow. So they're your bodyguards, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Thank Sounds God. awesome. Yeah. God bless them. Thank God. So they, they, <laughs> they make sure, they make sure, they, they, they don't like me hitting my head or hitting into anything. And they make sure other kids don't walk in front of me. Also, growing up, you know, with children in your household, David, did you uh, often play games with them? Have fun with You know them? what? <sighs> Have you ever played hide and seek? With, oh yeah, yeah. With, with, I have played hide. I do play games. I played hide and seek, and it, it did it did find them hard to to find me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, well, yeah. your 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 stature, you're you're quite tall, David. It's hard not to find you. <laughs> yeah. 
when they got no, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, God bless them. And uh, David, also, uh, are your children, you know, more aware of uh, disability now that they've been exposed? They they are because uh, you you have to teach them. Some people can't see. Some people can't hear. Some people can't walk. They see them in wheelchairs. They know. They, I think I think they they are more experienced to to helping others because they know other people need help and oh, yeah. I need help. So David, what is your overall experience? You know, having a disability and being a parent to your two amazing uh, children. What's my experience? Your overall experience. Yeah. What what does it, what does it feel like? It feels like well, you you do you. Uh, you sometimes feel sorry for the kids because they want to do things that other kids want to do with their parents, but they can't. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. we sometimes try to try to accommodate for it somehow. I guess it's uh yeah, you try to uh, I guess fit the norm. Yeah, we accommodate yeah. somehow. Thank you very much for sharing, David. You're welcome. Did you have anything you wanted to add, Jonathan? I was such a classic Andrew if he could share some of his experience. Yes, yeah, so just to like mention, uh, hello, Andrew. Thank you for joining us once again. No worries. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you for being on the show. So, the, uh, Andrew, what's it like having, you know, children of your own? Um, can I just say something first? David, thank you so much for sharing that. That's, that's um, It's really interesting to hear another parent's perspective of, <laughs> of disability um, and especially your own disability and how and how it's impacted on your family. Um, it's a. I know it's a very difficult thing to do to share that information, and especially in a in a space like this. So thank you for for showing your vulnerability. I really appreciate it, um, gents. I don't. I don't know if you. You're I welcome. Hope you don't, I hope you don't mind, but I'd like to pay my respects to the. Um, I'm I'm on Wajak Noongar country in Perth in Western Australia. Um, I live uh, in a in a in a. Um, suburb called Girawin, um, and it's 12 kilometres north of the city. And I'd like to pay my respects to the elders, past, present, and future, and also to the people, um, to our Indigenous brothers and sisters with disabilities. Um, and I'm hoping that they are living full and um, complete lives. Um, so, Ibi, you asked me a question. Um, yeah, my experience, um, Jonathan, with as as a parent of a child with disabilities, um, I have two children. Um, my children are now 32 years old. They are a set of twins. I have a boy and a girl. Um, wow. So we, we hit the jackpot straight up. Um, <laughs> um, we, my son was, um, he, he came, when he was born, he came out blue. Uh, and so we, we oh. believe that he had a lack of oxygen. And that then led to a diagnosis of global developmental delay when he was about three and a half years old. And from that mm. period and that time to where we are now, 
um, life is not life is not the same. It's not the same as having a, ch- a child with uh, without a disability, um, and, and then having one of each is being, you know, it's that that um, always that constant struggle from side to side. Uh, um, Ibby, you asked about games that we used to play. Um, our son mm-hmm. had very poor. Um, uh, fine and gross motor skills so there was a lot of ball games there was a lot of catch release Um, there was a lot of things um, he would go and we would set up like little obstacle courses for him to crawl through and then walk through when he started to walk um, and start to recognize patterns and colors and numbers and things like that, <clears throat> which was we we spent a lot of time at the state child development centre. So we, I mean, guys, we're going back um, longer than you you guys have been alive. So you know, yeah. um, <laughs> quite a long time. Um, there's no judgment. No, not at all, mate. Not at all, Jonathan. No judgment at all. No, I'm with you there, brother. Um, so I think the, the way that early intervention and stuff is done now is a lot different to what it was done when my son was um, at that uh, in that state in that space of early intervention. Um, one, one of the best things that we did for him, and especially with his fine motor skills, for his fifth birthday, he, um, he was bought. Uh, someone bought him a kitchen knife. So like a, a chef's knife, oh. and oh. we spent then um, he, he he we started working with him cutting up vegetables. So he would prepare carrots and potatoes and pumpkin and uh, onions from five years old. But the whole thing nice. was play, but with learning how to use a knife and how to use that knife skill. And so he didn't chop his hands off and chop his fingers off and become an amputee, which is very cool, right? <laughs> That actually led to him. That actually led to him becoming uh, working in the hospitality industry, um, where he works now. So we we built a um, from a from a therapy from a gameplay. We actually helped him develop a a pathway into a into employment. And now, um, as of uh, what twelve eighteen months ago, um, he's thirty two years old. He he has his own business. He's fully self-employed. Oh, wow. Amazing. So you never know right from that play oh. stage what's actually going to happen down the track. You've you got to remember, yeah. uh, Andrew, it's the foundations that are most important. Oh, absolutely. If you build, the, fa- if you build the foundations from early, you, 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 you're bound to get success later on. Absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. You know, and I think you know, for, for someone like yourself, um, as being vision impaired, you know, I acquired my my disability. I'm a, I'm a below knee amputee. Um, I acquired my disability seven years ago. So mm-hmm. for me, it's a totally different landscape. Um, and and I yeah. love that story you told that um, about the um, your children protecting you. Um, I, it just comes to mind. My daughter would she when I was she was home uh, for Christmas because she lives in Brisbane, so she came home for Christmas and um, we were at the shopping centre and. I, I, I'm a part-time wheelchair user. I'm not, I don't use my wheelchair full-time, but she would, she would like, literally, uh, it almost like the because you. I'll, I'll use a New South Wales parlance here, but it was like a scrum, you know, rolling through the shadows, push people out of the way, you know, <laughs> like get out of the way. <laughs> nice, nice. 
So I think that, I think that they're trained, you know, like they're trained to go through that when they because she obviously grew up with her brother, and he went to education support centres, and he went to, um, you know, and then and then um, went on to TAFE. Um, she ended up joining the military, uh, so she was in the army for ten years. Then she went to work for an agency that we all know that will remain nameless in this particular space. Um, <laughs> and now she's actually, um, because she's training to become an Auslan interpreter. Awesome. So awesome. That, that you never know what that foundation is going to do down the track. So I'd encourage anybody listening to this is really focus on what the, the child can actually do and then the skill sets that are going to need to grow into into an adult you know i mean i'm 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 a professional musician by trade um i sit on i sit on the president i'm the president of physical disability australia i sit on the board of people with disability australia i do a lot of speaking engagements but i guarantee you that if you gave me anything to do with mathematics it's never gonna happen (laughs) ever (laughs) you know you can ask you for that Sorry, David. <laughs> if, if you want any mathematics, you can ask Ibi for that. I, 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 I will do that. Thanks. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> nice, nice. So a treasure role is far less likely to happen. Yeah, mate, I love oh, playing music, good. mate. Seriously, it's, but, you know, maths what, what, and me. What, 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 what uh, instrument do you play? I'm a jazz saxophone, uh, jazz saxophone player. Oh, nice. um, if you're interested in following me, my Instagram handle is the one legged sax player. Nice, nice. Listening to you play has got Thank you and just know that by showing your talent, you're showing that we are more than just conditions. We are human beings. Thank you very much, Andrew. It's very insightful, you know, gaining that, I guess, uh, you know, the, the life of having to, you know, live with that disability and raising uh, your wonderful children who have grown up to be successful young adults. Yeah. Uh, it's always good, you know, to teach them young. And, and I tend to do that with uh, my cousins as well. And hopefully when I get children in the future, I, yeah, they'll be exposed to you know, people with disability and they'll start, you know, accepting and engaging. Think, um, yeah, no, I agree, I agree with you. I think it, from a young age, um, if, if, if children are exposed to it and um, it's normal for them, it becomes normal, you know. We shouldn't be seen as different to other people. You know, yes. um, and and if you if your children are exposed to it and an understanding of it, you know, like when my daughter talks about me, she always says that you know, 
my dad is my dad, but he's also an amputee and he's also an advocate and he's also an activist. And it's a part of me. It isn't, I don't, I, it is not all about that, but it is a part of my life and I can't get it back. It's not going to grow back. You know what I mean? So, it yeah, is exactly. And we, and you do have to accept it. And I think children, I love talking to kids about, you know, they, you know, robot leg, um, you know, how did it happen? All that sort of stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem talking about that. And I, because I think you're hundred percent right. Ibby, that if you, if they don't learn it from a young age, then it's something that's going to become scary to them. Exactly. exactly. Um, I think the, 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 the one thing I hate is when I'm walking and a kid asks mom, why is he holding a stick? Yeah. And, and the yeah, parent yeah. just tells them, quiet, shut up. Yep. I'll, I'll stop, yeah. I'll go, don't tell them quiet. Yep. Explain it to them, at least. Yep. 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 Yeah, yeah, then, then they understand. Yep. You should acquire that. Disability is not something that we, we're, actually, we're actually embarrassed about. It's a way of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wait, teach it's our life. Yeah. yeah. If you teach the kids, that's why I think they should introduce disability as a subject at school. I agree. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I agree yeah. as well. Yeah, no. We wouldn't be here all tonight. If it wasn't for an experience I had when I was 12, mm-hmm. I might have so, what experience did you have at 12? Because what people may not know about me is I was actually the first physically disabled student to attend my local primary school. So, so, so one day on Australian Day one, you know, in 2000, I, I was at my local shop. And two younger children saw the way I walk. You see me walk like this. I almost get But the of those kids was sort of mocking 
but it wasn't mocking because they intend to be mean. It was because they were not a oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they were not aware. They, they weren't exposed and they weren't aware to all your or to your disability. Yeah, it's so, okay, so, it's okay. so so you were twelve and you were on Australia Day and they they started making fun of you or they asked you why you walked they made fun of me. They followed me around. Shops and just even changed the way I walk. They imitated the way you walk. And so, the reason why I tell the story is for me that was the minute I knew I. Had you become a disability, I do And you just get... Yeah, sorry, I was an ambassador at my primary degree. I was the only... Representation of someone with a visible disability. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. You keep doing what you do best, Jonathan. You make your voice be heard. Show people that it's okay to be a part of your community, a part of your society. Yeah, fight for what, yeah, you're right. You have the right to, you know, engage. Yeah, so you keep doing what you do best, Jonathan. As we played today, they are actually, you know, we are here. Our for me, when I hold up my entire plan, it is even more important than my passport because there was
Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, your NDIS plan is more important than your passport because it gives yeah. you more. It gives you a separate identity. It makes yeah. you belong. I'm disabled you, and I'm proud, pretty much. Oh, you know. Defend our NDIS. Oh, look at that. Look at that. NDIS. Show it loud and clear. <laughs> Good stuff, Andrew. I don't believe that I won't love being part of physical disability or on the board or everything I want to meet. Okay. Um. Sounds awesome. What's What's our final? Thank you for sharing, uh, Jonathan. Thank you for sharing that. Awesome. You keep doing what you do best. Yeah. Uh, David and Andrew. Um, what are your any final thoughts? I'll uh, go, with David, first. Any final thoughts I, you'd like to I, share I, with our viewers? Uh, my final thoughts are. Children, if they, if you can, allow them to be exposed to disability and don't, don't hide it. Yep. Because if you hide disability from them, then they're not going to understand other people and how they, what they go through. Yep, yep. The, all right, it might be be sensitive, but then. A bit of sensitivity doesn't hurt no one. Yeah, it's true. Awareness is important. Thank you very much for that, David. Yeah, very important. Uh, and Andrew, um, any final thoughts? If I've got um, uh, just I've got two final thoughts. I've actually got one for parents and one for children. Um, the first one, the first one being for parents. Um, we learned very early on that having two children, and especially as twins because of the same age, that mm. we spent an awful lot of time with our son doing the therapies yeah. and doing the other stuff, and we didn't spend that time as much with our daughter. Oh, we learned very early on that fair is not necessarily equal. So what that means mm. is that, 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 you know, she would sometimes say, this is not fair. No, she's right. It's 100%. That's right. But it's that time is not equal because we had to put more time into the therapies and things like that. And as mm -hmm. a parent, you've got to actually own that and you've got to understand that that is the way that that, that young person is going to grow. Um, yeah. So you do have to put time into it. And the other one was a, a, someone when my son was in um, high school and his high school principal sat me and his mother down and said to them, don't think that you can limit his imagination and what he may be able to do. So yeah. uh, I'll leave that with you guys, you know. So, so, <laughs> so you, can't, you, can't, you can't tell a child he can't do that. But because you don't know. He, because you don't know. A lot of people yep. tell me you can't do this. Yep. And I, I, I purposely do it just to show them that I can do it. 
Absolutely. And that's, that's, that's action speaking louder than words, you know, but, but as a parent, you know, you, you've got that thing of, of being able to, to um, change the bias and the perception by saying, by not, by not saying, you know, no, you can't do that because you're disabled or no, you can't do that because you're a boy or no, you can't do that because you're a girl. How about we flip that around and go, you can do that because you are a human being. Don't be afraid to try because you're gonna fail, and, and you think uh, like not knowing that you can't do it. We gotta, we gotta try. If we fail, we fail. Absolutely, but at least we're not gonna kill you. No, trying's not gonna kill you. as long as long as long as you try, and it's not it's not life threatening. Yep. Yep, no, 100% agree with you, David. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, yeah, look, I would like to thank uh, David and Andrew for having, uh, joining us on the, today's uh, podcast. Yo, Yo, welcome back on any car. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Ibby, and thank you, David, for having me. I really appreciate it. And you're, you're I will definitely you. come back um, and we can tackle some other topics and I'm more than happy to have a chat with you guys for sure. Thank you. You're awesome. Thank you very much welcome. to our viewers as well. You've been watching Crypto, your weekly podcast on everything disability. Join us next week as we talk about all things disability. But for now, enjoy your weekend, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. A support worker after class on Wednesdays who loves to cook and is into salsa dancing. Mabel is the website that's revolutionising disability support. It lets you find and choose people offering the support that you want. And because we're online, it's easy and affordable. Find your people at mabel.com.au. Thank you.